You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 268, posted November 2020. Moon Jerks. Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the dog and pony show. It's me, your friend. Hello, nerds. I'm Tony Sindelar. I am your dungeon master. We are playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons adventure loosely based on the summer between when I graduated high school and went to college. Loosely. <laughs> back, Dan, to clarify, back then, my uh, my full name was Tony Strahdelar. Does that help? Uh, uh, untrue, but yes. Thanks. Thank you, Dan Tavio. Um, <laughs> we are rejoining our action in progress as I have sent, well, not me, not me, somebody else, unrelated, some horrible menace in the world of Barovia has sent many a wolf to harass and harangue and disrupt dinner for our adventurers. Let me introduce our adventurers in initiative order. First off, it's Aragal as <laughs> Aragal, the murderer with a heart of gold and also maybe not yet a successful murder under his belt. Uh, next up, it's Micah Sargent as Elavor. Yeah, the half-elf druid. Uh, that's all you need from me, right? Indeed. Followed by Aline Sims as Imra. And Androdite. And kind of Arena. And next up, it's Arena Kolyana as herself. Next oh, up, it's wait. 12 direwolves. Mm -hmm. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I introducing the non-player characters now? This is not going to scale well. Uh, <laughs> next up, three, it's, we're going. it's Dan Morin as Crucible. Hello, I'm playing Castanotar's Crucible, the Warforged cleric who is currently surrounded by wolves. And Dan is followed by Jane Ritt as Lena Dulina. Hello, I am Lena Julina, the human rogue. And last but not least, it's Eric Ensign as Broldish. Yep, Broldish, the uh, dwarven paladin, also Pony Sindelarnt, who has tried to get into the battle a little bit here. Indeed. And so we rejoin things in the middle of the fray, in the middle of the battle. There are ghost wolves controlled by you jerks. There are real wolves <laughs> controlled by me. Irina and Aragal are in the fray, and the most menacing creature that has jumped out into the battle is neither man nor wolf, but somewhere in between. A large, furry beast, all claws and teeth, has been attacking you, and strangely, everyone who has tried to attack it with mundane weapons has been unable to injure it so far. We start off in our initiative order with Aragal, as controlled by Jane, I think? Yep, that's... That's us. Um, so let's see. Aragal doesn't have a magic weapon. Um, so take I that, Aragal. Yeah. Um, so I think he is going to back up, and yeah. So he's gonna go against uh direwolf nine although i imagine that the big guy gets a um gets an attack of opportunity against him so aragal decides that he should attack more mundane targets 
and scampers away. Unfortunately, scamper, this scamper, creature, scamper. this huge beast, will swipe at him as he goes. 23 to hit is pretty good. Yeah, that, that'll hit him. All right, Aragal is going to take nine slashing damage to his arm Boo. from this huge furry beast, but yeah. he keeps going. Yeah, he keeps going. What, what is Aragal's uh, class? He is an assassin. So can he not disengage as a bonus action? Uh, no, because he doesn't have access to everything that a oh, rogue okay. has access gotcha. to. Um, that's fair. He's a he's a badass. So yeah. yeah, he he has access to some of it. Um, he's an NPC. He has a limited set of totally things. cool. Yeah, um, get, he has get some, really he, attached to him. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has some saves. Um. So actually, do, 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 yep. So he is going to um, attack. He is going to multi attack Direwolf 9 with his short sword. All right. Um, so roll for Aragal. Um, that is going to be a 18 and a 16. Those both hit. Roll me damage. Okay. Um, and then uh, the wolf is going to have to make a constitution saving throw. DC 15. This this wolf is poisoned. <laughs> okay. Um, so that is six from the bolts. Um, and then... Uh, oh, God. The poison does so much damage. And 31? What? <laughs> Sounds um, right to me. Yep. Yeah. All right. I so did the math. It's right. The, uh, the, the bolt clips the wolf. Wait, is the, the, uh, wait, is it a bolt? I thought it was a short sword attack. It's a short sword. Okay. The short sword doesn't fire crossbow bolts. <laughs> that would be. Uh, uh, n- he's no, an he's- assassin. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. So, uh, the blade clips the wolf, and the wolf snarls, and then slowly kind of, like, turns kind of off-color, and, and flops to the ground. Argal has successfully assassinated yes. one wolf. Nice. He is officially a, a, a wolf a wolf assassin. She'll call him Aragal, wolf killer. Yeah, you can see Lena's jaw is, like, on the floor. She cannot believe what is happening with this meek little dude all right uh and that is aragal's turn i don't think i even knew that this sword was poison (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was jam i should stop licking it (laughs) he's probably immune it's like iocane powder um elevore you're next i am next you still got three spectral wolves of your original eight just just so we're clear you guys are allowed to name one NPC or monster after me per level. And oh. so like See, you keep adding naming rules. You said that we could only name uh character like five different characters. And so I chose Tony for all of them so that I could go I'm just past saying that it's rule. a little confusing Pony. to me because mm-hmm. first off, there's Tony Sindelart. Sorry. Pony. Pony Sindelart. Sindelart. Pony. Which clearly see, is not see, your name. Which is not your name <laughs> at all. Not, yeah. 
You know it's what? You're like right. This is not me. I'll, I'll, I'll compensate inside my head. <laughs> okay, let's see. What I want to do now is this, see if... This is me compensating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how I compensate, too. Oh. Uh, okay, let's see. I am going to do an action. I just need to... Oh, perfect. Got plenty of speed. All right. Um, Tony... One. Yes. Oh, not... Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, Tony one and Tony two are going to run over to Wolfman Jack. Is Tony two going to take an attack from dire wolf seven though? Cause Why? he was right next to him. I don't think they were engaged with them. No, I, I feel like I was up higher too. Yeah. I think they were engaged with a wolf that is now dead. I don't they actually know casually, how big they're supposed to be. On they the were map just anyway. casually seeing each other. They yeah. It's engaged. fine. Don't worry about it. Tony one, Tony one and Tony two break off and bolt across the field of battle in the direction oh, Tony, of the no, giant. I just realized something. Yeah. We have to undo that because the wolves have their own turn, don't they? <gasps> I can't move the wolves on my turn. They have to move on their own turn. No, they do move uh, on your turn. No, they move on your turn. You're thinking Remember, of the- I had to roll. No, I had to roll initiative for them. Well, they aren't in the initiative not, order they're now. Not, they're so. not in the initiative order anymore, but I, I promise you that last time they had initiative because it actually says in, I'll, I'll just to be so that I'm for sure about this, um, I'm going to go to the spell, mm-hmm. and the spell is called Conjure, Conjure animals. animals, and it says... I probably deleted uh, the wolf that was in the initiative order. That's yeah. Ah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Roll so it initiative says, for the summoned creatures is a group which has its own turns. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, do we know what their initiative was? Do we have a recording of that episode? Uh, I mean, sure, yes, I'll but... just listen to all of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> can Does someone have hey, a video of it that they can flip to just that part of the video? Hold on. This is uh, solvable the problem. Can we yes. give them an initiative of 14? Because that's Hold just on. what I rolled on this die. I got it. <laughs> that could work. Oh, God. Nope. That was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Everything is fine. Is there an undo? The wolves had an initiative of 14, says Simon Welsh. Okay, thank you. All right. <laughs> thank you, Simon Welsh. Thank Simon you. Welsh, you get, Simon Welsh, you gain inspiration. inspiration. Yes. Simon Welsh, we would name an NPC after you, except it's Barovia, and you do not you want, want that. that. <laughs> Aragon Wait, just so, mentions, so- uh, just in case I do not live... You should know my middle name is Simon. <laughs> Canon. I have a, I have a question. So players, according to the rules, are allowed to share inspiration with each other, like give your inspiration up to another player. Can a viewer on the live stream oh, wow. give their inspiration to a player? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> However, due to the slight delay of the live stream and whether they happen to be watching or not, that may or may not be useful for you. Oh, I was going to just say, we've made it through two turns so far, but we haven't even made it through the second turn yet. <laughs> nope. We have made it through one turn, Dan. Tuesday and night! That, and that was, that was that was Aragal, Simon, <laughs> <NPC>. the assassin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, folks. Um, wolf, wolf management ain't easy. Oh, that's right. So, do you want to move the wolf to the right place in the order, too, Tony? While if I you're do, at it? what was it? If I do a can, oh, if I I can do a spell that doesn't require concentration. concentration. Spell slot. A spell? No, not concentration. A spell mm-hmm. slot. No, but he has not no, no, cast. No, a damn, spell he has not cast turn. a spell on his turn. Okay. Sorry, you were t- you were. I thought you were clarifying the rule we discussed earlier. Right? No, he's I, clarifying I the information that's pertinent to him now. <laughs> I understand, Dan, where your confusion came from, and I. Uh, I get totally I makes know sense. What you, were saying. you know, so this was, is all just for the record. This is Erica's fault because of the hockey the comment. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm sorry. 
there's really not a whole lot. Yeah, buts. Um, there's really not a whole lot I can do um, right now. Uh, Wait. I bet you can because you're one of the few people that can actually cast magic damage at the, the yes. Wolfman thing. Yeah, but nothing. Just oh, produce I can a flame. <laughs> I can move. Yeah, or, or even just like and a cantrip. Are we kind of going all out here? Should I use up my spell slots? So, so I mean, a lot of our damage dealers only have weapons and they're not magical, so we can't hurt him at all. Okay, so I just need to kind of go all out here. All right. Yeah. So um, I have magic weapon. I can also magic somebody's weapon if somebody is next to me. I'm going to cast... <sighs> Can I? Okay, let's see. I think I can. All right, you You should magic a pony cindelarn's hooves. Melee spell. Not really. I don't think that's perfect. All right, I am gonna cast uh, flame blade. Uh, So it has. Oh no, I can't. I thought I could make it appear somewhere. No, that's spiritual weapon. Ah, uh, fooey gooey. All right, then here we go. I just got to use my last third level spell slot. Um, I cast lightning bolt. That's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to do uh, a deck me, save. Me personally? Yes. Yes. Cast Tony. it on the dungeon manager. Uh, <laughs> Cannon. Um, and then you, the, the, the wolf man, Jack, mm-hmm. needs to make a deck save of 14. All right. He rolled a critical fail. <laughs> Yay! Let's I liked, roll. I liked the previous session when you guys were getting murdered by wolves much better than this. There's session. still time. Don't Thanks, worry, Tony. we'll get back to that oh, soon. Oh, that's terrible. You only got I only gave you 18 damage with 8d6. That's wow. not 86. <laughs> I wish it was. Lightning pours from Elevor's finger and courses across the battleground, just narrowly avoiding Androdite, and makes contact with the giant hulking wolf men monstrosity. The smell of cooking fur and burnt flesh wafts over all of you. The wolf man looks unwell. He's breathing heavily. His fur is scorched and burnt in multiple places. He one of his eyes is just kind of fused closed, and he looks unhappy. Ooh, his depth perception will be uh, messed up a little bit. Indeed. Were you to offer to throw a frisbee to him, he would be impeded. He would he would be at disadvantage for catching it. And uh, that's all Elevor's gonna do. Alright, Imra. You and Lena Delina are near the wolf creature. It is you and Pony Sindelart against the greatest of monsters available in this battle at the moment. I am unsure if I'm aware of the magical requirement for doing damage. I think you were there, like around that yeah. same spot. When Somebody probably shouted something mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And you're a ranger, so I kind of feel like if anyone would have the sense to put it together, it might be you. You yeah. are also the All most right. sensible person in the party. Correct. Uh, like, kind of a lot? Low, low bar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Alright. I want to... Two of these wolves have Bane cast on them. Mm-hmm. Is that what those are? The skull? I mean, if we you want to just come take over a and... long rest after this, yeah. Well, we, we were trying to take a long, yeah. long rest now. Do we even get to sleep before this? No, happens? we haven't nope. yet. Nope. This is okay. like you were getting ready to cook dinner and someone mentioned wolves and wolves attacked you. 
All right, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna try to mark it as with my, my hunter's mark at the second level. Um, the, hor- the horrible wolf monster. The horrible wolf monster. All right. And you can you can pull that extra axe right off my back and run in. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. That that's that doesn't require a roll or anything. It just happens, right? Hunter's mark. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to pull out my magic uh, long sword plus That's one. Right. You have a magic sword. Yep. And I'm gonna carefully but swiftly step around the fire, and I'm gonna try to hit it with my long sword. All right. Um, thirteen. Uh yeah. You clop. One of what? his arms. Roll me damage. Holy shnikes. I didn't think that would work. <laughs> All right. So I get the an extra D6 for um, because it's marked. And it's not my most damaging, um, but that's 11 points of magic. You slice the wolf creature's right claw arm hand off. <laughs> wow. And the like creature great claw arm hand. <laughs> I have a way with words. It's not a good way, but it's a way. It's a way. Well, it's a, a way, will. people. Uh yes, you slice off his right uh right hand. A, a horrible wolf-like claw drops to the be- to, to the the forest floor and the creature howls. And with that, all of the wolves start to back up. Okay. Uh, so they're taking attacks of uh, opportunity? Is that what's happening? I think so. You can you can roll attacks of opportunity. The creature, uh, the wolf creature, uh, standing next to Imra, it's Imra, it's like it's shrinking before you. You are looking up at it as you slice its arm off, and then suddenly it's at eye level with you, and suddenly there is just a, a humanoid form, minus one ha- ha- hand, slumped on the floor in front of you. Ah! <laughs> this is alarming. The wolves retreat. I, I am alarmed. I am alarmed. What? The wolves retreat? Yes. Uh, I think we, I mean. I think we, we let them go. Yeah. I mean, Get I tried to attack here, one and I rolled a one. Wolves. So. All right. You, 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 uh, you swing and miss at a wolf, uh, Broldish, but you kind of make it look like you didn't want to hit him anyway. I was just and stay out. stretching. I yeah. rolled a 20 to hit a wolf on the way out. All right. Roll damage on that wolf, Dan. Uh, it wasn't a lot. It was six. Okay. You you clip a wolf. You clip a wolf. And that, stay out. That wolf still has more than 20 hit points as it runs into the darkness. And it will remember you. Oh, God. Now you have two enemies. Oh, my God. Now the Revenant's going to show up riding a wolf. I mean, one of the enemies is just a wolf. The Don't other one is ideas. The other is a Revenant. I just, I just feel like you should, you know, they, they're occurring at different levels that you need to worry about. I feel like and what so Broldish learned from this battle is that casting Bane is just a waste because you should just start, you should just keep hitting things. I so. think, yeah, the problem with Bane is that it requires the saving throw and then yeah. you kind of got like a, yeah, yep. it's a little underpowered. And so you have a moment to catch your breath just as the sun is setting deep in, behind the, the trees, leaving the valley of Barovia, big Barovia, in darkness. And with darkness comes the fog creeping in through the woods. As you find yourself huddled on the side of the road, without a campfire lit yet, with a weird, 
now armless, disheveled man. Uh, if alive? we uh, gather round the campfire to uh, perhaps and sing our campfire person, song, I feel like Elevor could just spend, light the campfire. I, yeah, I was going to spend ten minutes uh, to cast a prayer of healing on all of us. Oh. All right, I'm going to stack some wolf grips as well. You do that as I cast create bonfire. Huh. Do the uh, do the spectral wolves go away? Yes, I disperse the spectral wolves remaining Tony One, Tony Two, and Tony Seven, and they served you um, well. I'm rolling a medicine check on this uh, this thing. It's a five foot humanoid bonfire. I got a fourteen. All right, so uh, this uh, creature, uh, Broldish, seems to be incapacitated. Uh, as far as you can tell, it's it's unconscious. Uh, seems to have lost a lot of blood from the you know you can you can determine that someone has cut off his hand <laughs> i mean Bullish. i can I, huh. I i would like to stabilize him and tie him up all right as far as you can tell this person is a human but that is you feel it feels like you have other data that would contest this <laughs> yes. yeah um, do we recognize him or uh, them uh give me a quick perception or, or history checks or whatever give me some checks people Okay, that was. I, I'm just saying, I probably die, would not. So. 14 on history. I don't think any of you are familiar with this particular person. Correct. Let me add that uh, everybody did. Arena didn't take any damage in that fight, right? Mm-mm. Correct. Okay, I, so everybody, not. including Aragal, because I believe there are six of us, gets uh, 12 hit points. Wonderful. Yay. Thank you. Yes. Ooh, thank you. I'm back up to max. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm not, but are we going to have a, a, a short rest, at least long enough to use some hit dice before we go to sleep? Just or before we try to go to sleep? Need more healing? Yes, I am currently at 46 out of 54. Uh, here. Take. I could do cure wounds. I mean, I could also do cure wounds on myself, but I'd rather just use a hit die and then get it back after a long rest. Yeah, you'll get the spells back. Oh, too. that's true. The spells come back after. I'm just, but if we don't get a long rest, I'd rather have the yeah, spell in my fair. pocket than a hit die in my pocket. Um, can I do a uh, check on this kind? Sure. What do you want to do? <laughs> Animal handling, <laughs> dungeoneering. <Dun- laughs> <laughs> did we did we medically stabilize? Yeah. Yes. Them? Yeah, okay. I stabilized. Yeah. Okay. Rold, okay. Uh, has provided. I mean, maybe nature. Does anyone yeah, know religion? what manner of creature this is? Religion or arcana or something? I think, and wait, what is my favorite enemy? Is it trees? It's I think undead, it's trees. isn't it? I think it's undead. Yeah, undead, so it doesn't... This, this is not going to be undead. Yeah. Um, Vival? <laughs> I'm just going to do a perception check. How's that? Right. We'll just start there. So I'll start with perception. That's 17... To see what I can ascertain of this creature. Uh, this creature appears to be, I think, based on their current form and what you have seen before, seems like they're some kind of shapeshifter. Uh, in that you saw them in a, uh, you know, more One animal-like shape, form before. Shape. They seem to have a lot of wolf-like characteristics. Um Yeah. But fewer than previously. <laughs> yeah, right now, as far as you can tell, the, the creature before you appears to just be a badly wounded human, uh, you know, basically clad in rags with a bandaged stump where its right hand was. 
Any uh, sort of weaponry or any no, belongings? No weaponry or belongings. A very basically like a crude loincloth that barely, you know. The, How do they react? the kind of the amount of clothing that would compensate for both a human and wolf occupant. <laughs> Uh, how do they react if I approach them with a shaving razor? Well, right now they're unconscious, so oh, not at all. I, so not at what all. kind of check would I make to uh, determine if I had perhaps heard or encountered a creature like this? Um, wow, creature? This may be a v- man. They're still a creature. creature and uh, a jerk. Arcana? Religion? I don't nature? know. Give me, a, give me a good argument for something. Well, clearly <laughs> there is some sort of magical... Uh, property to this person mm-hmm. if they are shape-shifting so i would suspect either religion or arcana might be a good place to start okay uh i'll try religion try arcana, and get a critical 10. 20 Ooh. on arcana nice. all right i will tell you with a critical 20 on arcana uh you would be familiar with the curse of lycanthropy um which is because that the magic nature of this is that a creature can be cursed uh Basically, uh, lycanthropes can, uh, if one is uh, wounded by a lycanthrope, one has the chance of becoming a lycanthrope, uh, a curse that can only be removed by the remove curse spell. Uh, and there are a variety of lycanthropes out there, uh, Crucible, uh, they are, but they're all various uh, humanoids that uh, at certain types of day, it seems like you, you're familiar with it as a magic that may be linked to the moon. Uh, creatures transform either into animals or hybrids of human and animals. And you have heard of, uh, you now that you're thinking about it, like, you know, there's there's werebores, there's were-rats, there's were-tigers. It doesn't seem wild to assume that there might be a werewolf. No, that seems crazy. You haven't read about that, though. Never heard about it. So, knowing that... Before yeah. we do go into our long rest, I am going to make a note of that and prepare the remove curse spell for tomorrow. Couldn't you use that to remove the horrible affliction you have where a revenant hunting you? Can I? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Re- I thought we looked up something and it was like a level nine spell was needed to. Yeah, I feel like free. it was wish. Oh, it was wish. Wish. Uh, oh, wish. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Remove curse is a third level spell. Gotcha. Yeah, no one in Barovia has lived long enough to cast Wish, except probably the Dread Vampire Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. Stra- Strahd von Zarovich, he's casting that every day. Yeah. Things are great. <laughs> he just uses it to, like, eat ice cream, though, is the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, what is this magical substance? And no it's red blood ice cream. Cannon. <laughs> well, um, the brute uh, looks like he's out for now. I'd say bind his hands, but I already did. There's well, he only has the one. Well, I was gonna um, say feet. We can at least bind his feet. We yeah. should perhaps remember to set a watch so that we ensure oh, yeah. he is not. It had literally never occurred to me that we wouldn't set a watch. Right, exactly. That's, that's the first order of... We set, yeah. we set watches inside in Barovia. Yeah, you guys were staying in a, a holiday inn and you guys had, had a sleeping My order. My first watch, I was three. Yeah. <laughs> watch has um, never ended. Yeah, watchmaker means something different in Barovia. <laughs> Gan- I Ganon. was merely suggesting that perhaps the watch might consider watching them as well as watching everything else. This is true. And so you make arrangements on how you are going to sleep next to this horrible beast. Uh, 
and you do that. You awaken, uh, you know, the sky is always overcast and gloomy in Barovia, but there's just a little bit of sunlight pushing through the clouds. There's the sound of birds chirping, and it is morning in Barovia. Do you know where your children are? Um, <laughs> Hopefully, yes. You are here. Born. There is a uh, now awake, surly-looking man tied up next to the campfire, scowling at you. And I have news, people. You know what that news is? What? We know who it is. You've leveled up. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. I like that no one asked if it was good news or bad news. You just assumed it was bad news, didn't yes. you? Yes. Yep. Yes. 100%. Yep. That is, that is the place I want you operating from in this adventure. Everything is bad, even the good news. For with level six comes new horrors. The horrors that perhaps you've wasted the previous five levels of your life. Because what have you really done with them? Have you spent them doing good or just getting by? And if things are so great, why are you in Barovia? Those are really Good just question. deep, introspective questions for you. They were not meant to sound like the exciting questions I ask at the end of the session. <laughs> <laughs> Double uh, proficiency. Woo. Do people wish to announce any of their fun level six things that they have now? Did I get yeah, the number bah, right? Bah, bah, bah. I would I would like yeah, that because it's always nice to know what other people, unless you want to keep it hidden, like to pull it out at a very dramatic yeah, moment. Yeah, like if but... some of you are, are werewolves. Uh, speaking of, who got attacked by this werewolf? None of us. Oh, uh, question. Uh, I hope our goal didn't. We increased our hit point maximum. I assume we are healed up to that maximum. Oh, yeah. I'm going to roll for that. Although I've rolled two ones on this die for hit dice. I am doing a bold dungeon master, dungeon manager strategy of writing down that you are now level six instead of asking you every three weeks. What level are you guys again? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see how it works out. Yeah. No pressure. I did this so long ago, I don't remember what I actually added. So I now have double proficiency at stealth and sleight of hand checks. I don't, I literally don't even know what double proficiency is. It means double your proficiency bonus. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So It's not like double advantage wow. or something. So um, other folks might call it expertise, but I like to be doubly pr- proficient. I am now resistant to fire damage. Ooh. Nice. I really didn't also, see that. Also, in theory, while wearing heavy armor, I gain a plus one bonus to AC, but since my armor is part of me, it doesn't count. <laughs> I have advantage against plants that are magically created or manipulated to impede <laughs> movement, so that's cool. I just like the idea <laughs> that you have advantage against all plants. It's <laughs> like, I hate them. <laughs> My enemies. I can never get poison ivy. I'm a very, I'm a self-hating druid. <laughs> yeah, I'm a druid who hates plants. Uh, see, what what do our other friends have? I, lit- I literally do not remember what I added. I did this like four months ago. <laughs> Have you been level six this whole time? No, but I had, I copied my character sheet and leveled it up like in November or something. Oh, God. That's when, fair. Well, because Tony was like, maybe soon you'll level up. You should be ready. And I've been ready. Yes, same. <laughs> and it hasn't happened. I, have, I uh, say a lot of things. <laughs> Brildish now has uh, an aura of protection. So whenever Ooh. I or a friendly creature within 10 feet of me must make a saving throw, that creature gains a bonus to the saving throw equal to my charisma modifier, which nice. is plus two. Uh, but I have to be conscious to grant the bonus. Keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. 
spell slot. Actively charismatic worldish. So channel yeah. divinity twice. Oh. All right. So, anything else we need to figure out? Everyone's good. I think that I think natural recovery is new as well. Um, Once per long, I think it's new. Once per long rest, during a short rest, I can choose expended spell slots to recover. So, during a short rest, I can I can get some spell slots back. Oh, good. As long as oh, they nice. have a combined level of up to three. So that's pretty nice. I think wizards get that much earlier. Ooh, wizards, I am not. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm curious to see what you're going to do next. Yeah. Magic. Well, is our, our new friend awake? Hey, friendo. Yeah. He looks unhappy at you because, you know, he cut off his arm and tied him up. Yeah, well, he deserved well, it. You know, don't come hey, at me, bro. Hey, why did you try to kill us? And why were you a wolf? Seemed, seemed like a good idea at the time. Oh, oh does it seem like a good idea now? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Sorry, could you say that again? I didn't. I missed that. Man. <laughs> Is that your name? No. Do you just start yelling your name at people when you're angry? <laughs> no, but I also don't turn into a wolf and jump travelers. Well. Yeah, that. You're in our territory. You should know better. Who's our? Ooh, our who? This is this is children of children of midnight territory. I don't know what you think you're doing. I've never heard of you. Now, when you say children of midnight, is this like all? Is this like any spooky kind of person, or are we talking? This is my pack. Oh, it's like a like a wolf thing you got going. Mm. Are there more like you, or are they all just like the wolves that we fought? Hundreds. They're going to come for you. Eat your blood. Insight check. That's an 11. Yeah, right. seems plausible. I'll roll an insight check, too, because I like my blood. And I'd like to stay where it is. Thanks. Uh, 17. Un- unconvincing. <laughs> Would you, friend, perhaps like to not turn into a wolf? I'm, because- I'm happy with who I am. Don't you dare take that away from me. Whoa. Well, well, it seems like you're misusing it. So why don't you make the case? What, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> What's wrong with you? We're really into social justice. Why do you talk so much? We were just trying to have a nice night and level up. <laughs> and you attacked us. That yeah. is... Not okay. You prefer talking to Grog. I follow my chieftain's orders. He he wants you dead, and so you will die. Why does he want us particular dead, or is it just any travelers? I don't know. I'm not the kind of guy who asks a lot of questions like you people. Why don't you go ask him, and then he'll murder you, and then you'll be happy, I guess. So, chieftain. Not that happy. Is is the chieftain like you? What do you... What do you mean? Like a jerk? You know, does he kind of go all wolfy? <laughs> we are we are of the claw, yes. Okay, my people. Gotcha, gotcha. Chieftain is as well. Now we, is the we have the blessing of midnight. I not like you would understand. You're right. I don't understand, but I am curious. So do you, you have said some that the chieftain material? the chieftain sent you. Does that mean that the chieftain knew we were here, or is it just kind of a general sort of you see anybody along the path, you go after him sort of we thing? Were, we we heard that there were important travelers on the road, and we were to deal with them. 
Okay. So I feel like I you've got the wrong team, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we're not really all that important, my ma- my man. I yeah, don't know. You, you, might killed, have actually... you killed you killed many of my pack. They will come in greater numbers the next night. Well, we really you will answer for this violence. Most of them ran away first. Is the thing. It wasn't you as if we were our, sort of. This is our hunting grounds that you dare trespass on. I didn't see a sign. Yeah, you really didn't leave a sign unless you just urinated everywhere. In which case, I wasn't in bear form, so I didn't know that. Literally, it's just <laughs> a road. <laughs> yeah, that's what I All thought. Right. I, I think that we should leave him like this, mm-hmm. tied up. Concur. I could remove his affliction, but it seems he does not want that, and I cannot determine if that punishment would be too severe as a result. You know, if I had a unicorn rug, we could wrap him in it, but alas. You would give up the unicorn rug? I would not let that okay, happen. True. Yeah. That's true. It also sounds like whatever is afflicting him, he's able to get it back, so... Elevore, just to be clear, it's probably bad luck to wrap a werewolf in a unicorn rug. It's probably that that's I mean, just, you know, by the infinite monkeys process, that's got to be the, that's got to be the first step of like at least four different processes or rituals. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I werewolves go in the up... werewolf rug. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't match. And that's weird. This is wrong. <laughs> that is that is step one on summoning the werewolf god, though, Jane. So watch out. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Free me. Yeah. Don't leave him behind. No, definitely not. We are. Can, no. Can Stop we maybe, talking. Can we take some time to dig a hole and put him in it just so his head's out, but everything else is underneath? And wow. Wait, he's him. like your dad at the beach? Is that what? <laughs> right. Yes. I'm having dad issues. Elevore's having dad <laughs> issues right yeah, now. So, as fun as that sounds, I think we want, might want to maximize our travel time mm-hmm. where the, yeah. while the sun is up before yep. the moon rises and more of these. Moon jerks come for us. <laughs> Brildish is going Midnight to gag jerks. him, and then we will. We leave. have your scent. You will answer he's for not, this. He's not saying this because Brildish gagged him. We have your scent. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, can I? Use... Okay. I still want to dig a hole. Easy but... there. Um, <laughs> that would take too long. Can I essentially? Oh, uh, can we like like? Do we have like a chain or something? We have rope. Okay, that's nature's not- chain. So I can forge something. Can <laughs> I essentially chain. use my my channel divinity artisan's blessing, which lets me essentially create simple metal items? Can I create a chain and a spike so I can like, like essentially attach them to this rock? <laughs> this is very demeaning. Can you do um, it out of silver? Uh, I mean, if, we, if we have silver, yeah. Do you oh. have silver, Dan? Do you walk around with raw material as part of your? Practice. I, I mean, I am a thing. priest of the forge, so so probably. you probably have some like rods and of steel and basically all I need to do is um, as Dan. Far I as don't ritual, know, I, Dan. You didn't send me any pre-reading on smelting for this adventure, so I'm just. <laughs> I bet all he like, has to do this is, is on you. As part of this ritual, you must lay out metal, which can include coins with a value equal to the creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can just use. I mean, a chain is not very expensive. I could use a couple gold pieces and essentially turn it into a chain. A gold chain. Doesn't have to be out of gold. Well, isn't it? Isn't that what the? Give you some silver pieces. There is something very this group about like binding a werewolf in a gold chain. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) 
I just to be clear, I don't think the gold gold does not have any power over werewolves. And gold is not notor- not yeah. famous as being one of your stronger yeah, so metals. Just I don't to have be clear, any silver. just to be clear, I'm not literally making it. The metal irretrievably coalesces and transforms into the creation of the rituals, oh. and magically forming even non-metal parts of the creation. Oh, okay, this is magic. So why did you did you have to start with coins as a base ingredient? It has you to use, be the same. It has value. to be a form of metal, of value. and you have to decrease the value of gold pieces. Essentially, okay. so, so it can make gold pieces are a convenient way to carry value. That yes. is the nature of currency, but also yep. as a magical ingredient. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can make anything. I can make things that are worth up to a hundred gold pieces. Basically, can you All make right. an egg? A, like a Faberge egg, like, like a chicken what? egg. No, like a chicken egg with a yolk. No, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Uh, it'll take me. Uh, it'll take me an hour to do this, basically. But I can do it while everybody's packing up and getting ready. So you are going to forge a collar and chain and spike and leave this poor wretched soul chained to a rock mm-hmm. for an eagle to come eat its liver. Eventually, okay. He's and also still tied up with rope. And I'm gig. just, you know, I think the nature of justice is a complicated one. Uh, but some of the choices that you make are more interesting than others. <laughs> His people Maybe are going his to find him. He said it. Werewolf friends will come to rescue exactly. him. Exactly. Right. He He's assured us that his friends were on the way, so this isn't so bad. That's true. I mean, you've physically healed him. He's probably he's not going to bleed out. Probably. It would take a long time for him to starve to death, and theoretically, he's not far from home. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the other, just to, if we want, is to this, make this is this what winning is? Yeah, and he has a delicious gag to nosh on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, also, if we want to make this somewhat simpler, Tony, what I can do is craft like a pair of manacles, essentially, and just manacle his feet. That seems less demeaning than what you were intending. Yeah, we'll go with that. It only costs two gold pieces to make manacles. All right. Yeah. Is that that's like provided on the chart for you? Uh, well, no, man. It's you. You make anything in the equipment list. Oh, okay. Like the, that's made of metal, so it only costs two gold pieces to buy manacles. So, please, go. Dan. They're wearicles. Mm. Oh God. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Per, sorry, per, personicles. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds wrong. <laughs> it does sound wrong. Um. Okay. So, I spent my hour and used my channel divinities. All right, you all packed up and ate breakfast while, while watching Crucible. I forged. Yep. forged. I yep. love the idea of just chomping on a biscuit while we're just watching him do some weird... <laughs> couple good berries. Stuff. I find it really, stuff. really fascinating. I'm watching yeah. very, very closely. Yeah, we're all just like sitting and eating bread and just like watching him make manacles. <laughs> I may be forgetting to eat my bread. Do you think all, all of the men who are like him can do this? That's a good question. It's like doing a little blessing over it. Yeah. All that jazz. He doesn't need to eat anyways, so. Brildish is like very, very, like in a little way, just like trying to move her hands in the same way that Crucible is. (laughs) Oh, that's quietly. (laughs) So I'm taking you back to the map of Barovia. You see yourselves camped out there? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh All right. So I think you know that you, so you want to start go heading, uh, heading west. Is that your plan? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. All right. So several hours of travel, not that many, we'll say like one and a half, uh, pass and you find yourself, uh, at a place that, you know, uh, or a place that, uh, those of you native to Barovia or well-traveled in it, uh, expected to find that being, um, a bit of a crossroads here. Uh, the main, uh, 
Old Svalich Road continues to the west, but there's a bit of a footpath that heads to the north, and there is a side road um, that heads off to the south here. You also know that it is not too far ahead, uh, Barovian residents, before uh, the Old Svalich Road turns north and crosses over uh, a river, um, and that this is basically kind of an intersection of a lot of paths here. So you know that the uh, Wizards of Wine Winery is off to the southwest. Kresk is due west. Did I show you Kresk on the map? What a name. I don't think so. You might be able, if you zoom out, you'll see some things. Um, And I think, Lena Dulina, you knew that there is a lake roughly north of where you are. Yep. So, this begs the question, what are you doing with your lives? I ask myself that every day. At this intersection. I think that we were leaning towards going to check out the winery because of the flu. And also because it worries us what else uh, that town will turn into if they don't have booze. (laughs) Yeah. You had also discussed the idea, I think, of trying to find uh, Rictavio. Rictavio, Rictavio, this adventure (laughs) secretly about Rictavio. He's the one character I really care about. Oh, you guys are here too. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Feel good. Feel good. Hi, Tony. Um, He loves us. He let us level up. Yeah. I kind of. I I really tried to murder you with wolves and you somehow defeated them. I kind of want to try to find Rictavio. Kinda. I would be okay with that because he might know a bit about the uh, the wine situation. Yeah, he might have th- come across the wine delivery, perhaps being almost in in process or something in his travels. I'm and- fine with us looking for Rictavio, but let's not delude ourselves that he's going to be useful. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm brolish. Well, I'm all about deluding myself. <laughs> And I do wonder how, because it did seem like he was a little reluctant to talk given the environment, not like in general reluctant to talk, but he kind of was evasive. (laughs) So I don't know if it was his character or because of where we were. Yeah. Yeah, So I kind of want to see if we can get more information from him before we head anywhere else. I don't know that we'll be able to, but I'm totally down. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, so do we think we have a sense of where he is based on right now? Well, you thought there was a lake to the north. We know he has a tower on a lake. That's true. But we don't know how far away that tower is. Do we know so, how far away the lake is? Uh, does yeah, it's Lena might like an we, well, it, It's like morning. So we would probably, regardless, be able to get there to march. Okay. If we are decisive. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's head do north. It. Let's, do yeah, it. let's do it. Let's think about it first. <laughs> no, go home. All right, fine. All right. I, I don't totally know what's happening. We're heading uh, north. We're going north. We're heading north. All right, you leave the safety of the old Svalich Road, heading into... Yeah, safety. safety? Excuse me? The relative safety of the old Svalich Road, heading into an old game trail, twisting and turning through the woods, and after but an hour, you arrive on the shores of a cold, gloomy-looking lake. So basically, a lake in Barovia. Hey! <laughs> a Barovian lake. <laughs> yes. Check. 
So, you come to a cold mountain lake enclosed by a misty woods and rocky bluffs. Thick fog creeps across the dark, still waters. The trail ends at a grass-covered causeway that stretches a hundred yards across the lake to a flat, marshy island with a stone tower on it. Even from here, you can tell the stone tower is old and decrepit, with collapsing scaffolding clinging to one side, where a large gash has split open the wall. Um, There's some time-worn griffin statues, their wings and flanks covered with moss, perched across the buttresses that support the walls, and parked near the base of the tower. Within sight of the entrance is a barrel-top wagon, painted with bright colors, faded with time, and splattered with mud. That's not very cheery. Mm-mm. So you stand on the edge of the woods. There's this little spit of land that connects to an island with this, uh, you yeah, know, it looks like it's, on me. it's kind of a three or four story stone um, tower standing on the island. Well, that's a tower on a lake. It certainly seems to match the description. Elevore, go knock. Okay. <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> Elevore approaches the tower and knocks. All right. Elevore, you cross the uh, little spit of a marshy ground. <sighs> Why do people keep spitting? <laughs> and arrive at the uh, the door. Uh, now, I will just I will just share with you uh, an image of the door. Uh, because the door is somewhat strange, Elevore. There is a <sighs> knocker, um, but it does seem to be kind of lacking in your traditional accoutrements for a door in terms of a doorknob visible hinges and there's a rather strange set of etchings in the uh on 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 the middle of the door there's like a weird circle with strange symbols arranged around it kind of in a clock-like manner and then lines zigzagging back and forth across the uh this this graven circular image and as I should mention, there is next to the dilapidated power a uh, tower. Sorry, there is next to the dilapidated tower. There is a uh, um, a, a wagon. I will share this image of the wagon with you as well. I'm gonna ho- holler at Elevore and say, "Be sure to ask the door if it's a mimic." <laughs> and then I la- Elevore laughs. And then the door laughs, and then everyone's laughing. <laughs> these pictures We're have all laughing. These pictures have names, so now I know whose wagon that is. Oh, sorry. Just saying. This looks like a set of instructions. You know, you have to do those gestures in that order. Wait, other people are at the door too? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Lena's just theorizing. Lena has really good eyesight. Yeah. Eagle eyes. Okay, so I'm not paying attention to this wagon because I'm busy focusing on this door. Mm-hmm. Um, Elevore, so earlier I said Elevore walks up and um, knocks on the door, but the thing is I didn't take my fingers off the chess piece. So I approach the door to knock, and mm-hmm. as I see these interesting markings... Your hand um, stops my inches hand st- from the knocker. It does, and uh, Elevore, I mean, Micah rolls Arcana. All right. I think Crucible will follow Elevore, too, because... Anyway oh, so everybody do. has good eyes. I no, don't. Crucible's just wandering oh, up when they told Elevore to literally. go knock. Crucible's like, that sounds like a very good idea. Uh, what's 16 plus 4? I believe it's 20. 
for Arcana. All right. So you are uh, staring at the, uh, the the tower door, um, and I am going to tell you. Uh, first off, you have a very weird kind of feeling on kind of on the back of your neck, Elavor, that tells you this this whole area is warded. Okay, Ooh. that's good to know. Uh, I, it, I with an anti magic field. Oh God! Uh, so I I turn around and I say, uh, "We're looking at some wards here, some sort of magical wards." Um, yeah. So you you know just just be aware. And right. you do think that this there may be some kind of strange magic going on with the uh, the door, and that the anti magic ward around the tower would keep you from using your traditional magic ways of opening a door, such as. Knock. Oh, unlock. Lightning bolt. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> let me, let me, can, I, can I make an, an inquiry about that? Mm-hmm. Would, does a, so this is like a chicken and egg problem. Would a dispel magic work on an anti-magic ward, or is it Whoa. prohibited because it's magic? Uh, you might want to look up what the, uh, how does the anti-magic field spell works? Um. Can I do that as a yeah? Can the rest of us also amble up when yeah, we you're see all... them just like standing and so you're standing around the ruined old tower. The tower is you know so it's a nice eighty feet tall. There's this fancy wagon park next to it. Anyone want to give me a perception check on any element of the things sitting around here? I'm looking at the wagon. All right, just, like I'm not walking up to it. I'm I'm standing, you know, a bit behind Elevore, mm-hmm. and like I'm not letting anybody get too far away from me. But I'm I'm looking over at the wagon because I think that's more interesting to Broldish. Sure. My perception. So that's a twenty. Wow, that's really good, uh, Broldish. Yeah, yeah uh, Broldish, I really like wagons. The wagon, you know, Broldish. This is like the best wagon you've ever seen. It's oh. it's kind of very nicely crafted, and it's got these big wagon wheels, and it's got you know, this is the kind of wagon that like someone potentially could like live in, right? Like this is this is a sleeper wagon. This is not a just a a cargo wagon. And you know, the paint is old, but it looks like it was probably real nice at one point. There's like a big stylized R painted on one side, Ooh. and you know, you rolled a twenty. I'm going to tell you this. There's also some interesting footprints in the ground coming and going from the wagon to the uh to the tower. Hey hey guys, I think I think somebody lives in that wagon. Or at least has has been in it recently. Just over there. It's a well, really I, cool wagon. If I mean, if there's it, nobody in it, can we take it? Does it look like it could be pulled by a pony, you guys think? Ooh. Was there a name on the side? There's an of R. The wagon? There's a stylized yeah. R. Well, I mean, okay. he did travel from, you know, the town here, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Rictavio is in the wagon and not in the tower. Uh, Tony, I can tell you that an anti-magic field does a dispel magic spell will not work. Uh, because it's anti- magic? Uh, it's specifically called out as uh, it has no effect on the sphere. A dispel okay. Magic spell. Also, an anti-magic field is a level eight spell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. I learned oh. a lot about this, so, and it is scary. <laughs> and just to just to mention, Dan, uh, it would probably occur to Crucible, uh, you know, who lives in towers, Crucible? Hags. 
Batman's. Well, that was a windmill. That was totally different. Uh, so what is you a know, windmill it, but a tower with yeah. a flags? What okay. I know enough so- <laughs> about this, like, do, does Crucible know what I know about this spell, or does Crucible just know there's an anti-magic field? Uh, let's assume that Crucible knows most of what you know. Uh, okay. But I, I, I was just going to suggest that, for example, the anti-magic field may be uh, a, a a characteristic of the tower's construction long ago. Lena oh, is okay. going to start making the gestures indicated on the door. Hey, uh, Macarena. Like Lena, Lena which for- probably <laughs> looks absolutely ridiculous. Lena, just uh, a few things. Uh, could you describe, for the benefit of our listening audience, what the gestures on the door look like, or at least how is Lena interpreting them? Um, imagine a dad tearing it up on the dance floor at a wedding. Yes. Um, so and then each of those stances, um, arranged around a clock with mm-hmm. a, uh, bouncing line indicating which order they should be performed in so, so lena you have you have concluded that these crude symbols around this clock-like thing are oh in my fact god look it's like a sti- dance. stick figures mm-hmm. <gasps> this, oh my god i'm doing it this. all right uh jane for the purposes of not our podcast listeners but for our members watching can you slide back from your camera a little bit and yes. we need to see this. Okay, I'm not doing it full body. No, that seems um, not practical. And, okay, um, question for seems the group. Seems like the legs are in the same position every time anyway. True. Uh, yeah. So, question for the group. Yes. Do we think Mirror that, face to or. So, <laughs> there question. are two ends on this line. Uh-huh. Um, one of them. Do you, do you think that it's the one that has the mark with the slash through it at the end? Or, like, is it oh. the one that's at 3 o'clock? Or is it the one that's one at, at 11? 11? At 11. I was assuming 11 because we read from left to right. Left but then the right. next question Same. is, when you have one where it's one arm up and one arm down, do you do the mirror image of that? Or do you translate that to yourself? I think you do it as if, so, like, if I were looking at the 2 o'clock one, yeah. I would do, like, mirror it. That feels okay. right to me. Um, I I think yeah, top left. That's that was, was my something thought. was telling me starting at the at the three o'clock, but I'm not. I don't really have a good rationale. Yeah, because there it. is a there is a slash there, but that could indicate either it could just way. Be, there's little slashes and stuff uh, in other yeah, places that might just too. Be, uh, that might just be the background. Uh, Wearing everyone, the, uh... stand back. Okay, <laughs> right, I stand back. She goes. I'm not going to do the mirror way because that is too complicated for me. So that's I'm putting, be- uh, and just in case, I'm going to put guidance on Lena. Yeah. So yes. if she needs to make a roll. <laughs> so so Lena is like deadly I'm, serious. And, and I'm she standing like within, engages with this task. I'm standing within 10 feet. She mm-hmm. gives you a nod. Oh, yeah. Like, I need thank to you step for the guidance. outside of the anti-magic field. <laughs> yeah. So can you cast guide be... Dan? Just can you cast guidance on someone in the anti magic field? So uh, <laughs> the anti magic field, according to this, anyways, is a ten foot radius sphere, which is not that big. Uh, this one's bigger. Okay, <laughs> well <laughs> then that was not specified. It, it okay, basically well, extends from the tower ten. Feet. I guess the answer is no, because any active spell or other magical effect on a creature or an object in the sphere is suppressed while the creature or object All right, is in it. You, Dan, you think you cast guidance? <laughs> <laughs> and Lena gives you a nod to acknowledge the guidance. <laughs> yes. 
Maybe maybe it wasn't uh, magical guidance, but it was emotional guidance. Mm. Like and Crucible, she, like chucks her on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know, rubs her hands together, gets that good rogue magic, and starts like, ah, one of your arms disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the magic uh, it's working. Uh, yes. And the door swings open on unseen <gasps> hinges. Wow. Nice. And Lena the indents tr- guns by doing finger guns. <laughs> Their fi- finger and hand crossbows. Yeah. Gets inspiration. Lena gets its inspiration. Um, and the true ah, test yes. of friendship will be whether Erica turns that into a gif or not. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but fair is fair. All right. The, uh, the door swings open. There is a dark tower basement beyond. Oh, okay, it's clarity. Well, it it's it's dark... sorry, sorry. There's a dark garden level tower floor beyond. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I was curious. Well, I wanted to clarify if it was a dark tower basement or a dark tower basement. Oh, guys, there's there... a room inside this door. <laughs> it's full of inside memorabilia. the door. It's Is dark. Did I mention the dark part? Doorknob on the inside of the door. There's no visible lighted, door. Well, no, I'm still. I'm. I'm ten feet back from Lena. But now okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna come forward a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna right. scoot a little bit closer. I'm gonna light I need a torch. To know if there's a doorknob on the inside. You crowd around the door, but are not crossing the threshold yet. Is that fair to say? I'm lighting yes. a torch and holding it out toward the door. All right, you you hold it. You light a torch, and the the light flickers into the tower basement, uh, garden level, first floor, foyer, vestibule. Uh, the first Mezzanine. floor of the tower is cluttered with all manner of crates and garbage. The flagstone floor is strewn with debris, uh, old furniture, bits of pottery, old wine bottles strewn around, and something ambles out of the darkness oh, in God. your direction. Uh, hey, uh, Elvor, just do a, a quick perception check on those footprints uh, leading between the wagon and the, uh, uh, the first floor. I'd love to, Tony. Uh, how about a 15? All right, as some creature comes creeping out of the darkness, Elvor is ten feet away, looking at the footprints in the mud, leading between wagon and tower, and he notices that in addition to the uh, same set of humanoid footprints going back and forth, there is one set of footprints, one set of footprints that is larger and more bestial. Not that of a wolf, something bigger. Not that of a wolf man. Something bigger, Elavor. Give me a nature check now. At this I most ominous of give moments, you a nature check now. How about? Oh my goodness, it's a twenty-two. Elavor, you know deep in your heart of hearts, your heart that is very distracted as your friends are looking in to the uh, the tower, looking at what they've explored behind this magic door that they have finally opened. That there's a tiger in there. The end! Where tiger? Not a oh, where tiger. A no, tiger. No, that was a question. Bear tiger. tiger. No, In that's the tower. Thank you. That's Thank that's you. confusing. Thank you. Bear um, tiger.
And I believe not even just a tiger. Possibly a saber-toothed tiger. I'll have to look into that for next time. A cool tiger. <laughs> yeah, like you. a really cool tiger. The kind of tiger that a lives cool in a wagon. Cat. All right, adventurers, that is it for today's session. What will happen the next time? Will Who will be the first to be murdered by a tiger? Because when <laughs> wolves don't work, you send in a tiger. That's the Tony Sindelar Dungeon Master promise. Dungeon manager. Is this tower <laughs> worse than they imagined? Already. It already seems like that. Uh, for answers to a question that I may or may not have posed, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. I've been your dungeon manager, Tony Sindelar. <laughs> Goodbye, nerds.